What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Buzzer Beater Podcast. Hey guys, today we're going to be talking about the NBA awards, NBA midseason and predictions. We're going to be talking about the MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and all the other awards too. Yes, sir. So let's get started. First thing, we're going to work our way up to MVP. So we're going to start off with Coach of the Year. I have my pick. David, I want to hear yours and then... Okay. My pick for Coach of the Year is Doc Rivers. Really? Okay. Yes. Why? Because he's led the Sixers to the number one seed, and you can just see them. They're actually, like, they're actually contenders for once. They're not like those fakers that are always the fourth seed. Like, they have a good offense, finally, and they have plays to run in the fourth quarter, like a minute to go. They're not just like, okay, pass it in the post. Are they finals contenders, in your opinion? Like, they can make the finals? Yes. What are the teams in the East you think can make the finals, honestly? I think Brooklyn. Brooklyn, the Bucks, and then what's... We're the putting Bucks. We're putting Bucks in that situation. I think I think Bucks should be in it. Brooklyn, yeah. Bucks, Philly. That's it. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't see Boston. I don't see Atlanta. Yeah. That's it. My coach of the year, actually, I... I think Doc Rivers could be a dark horse, but my coach of the year would be Quinn Snyder. Um, I don't know. I, I think Quinn Snyder's always been that top 10 caliber coach. This year, he seems like a top three. And it's really just because of his team's record, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think he's really done anything different other than having a great team and letting them mold for a few years together or mesh together. Um, I mean, you have Jordan Clarkson, which... We're probably going to get later into another award in the show. But uh, his team, the Jazz, are 24-6. and six. They went on an 11-game win streak. And they're just... This year, they're just number one in the West. So, the whole NBA, actually. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think Mike Conley deserves that all-star nod over DeMar DeRozan? No. No, I right? don't. I honestly don't. Uh, and I, it's Mike Conley's first all-star game, which I'm not mad about. I think he deserves an all-star in his career. Is this the not, one? I think. I, I, I mean, I'm not that mad about it because Mike Conley did have a good season. So let's just say he's had a much better season this year than he had last year. So I'm not that mad about it, but I do think Demar Rosen's playing very well this year. I, I mean, Demar I think they just gave it to him just to have that one all-star on because he's been complaining for so long. So, I think. It's not that big of a deal. Honestly, DeMar Rosen's going to get back in the All-Star game. We all know it. Yeah. Uh, just a matter of time. Unless DeMar Rosen gets traded to like some type of contender, right? That has like, he's like the third best player on that third option, mm-hmm. um, which I could see happen next season because now with the Nets, it seems like you need three good players to make it, not two. Um, but yeah, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about Utah and Quinn Snyder. What do you think about the All-Star Draft? The two last picks, Rudy and Bonovan. It's like you, what you said before. The best players always don't get picked last. Yeah. And like, also, I don't think they're really happy with the Jazz after they've been destroying them the whole season. Like everyone, mm-hmm. the Jazz has been just destroying everyone in the league. It's like, just competitive yeah. nature. People think uh, it's a message from LeBron. A message really? from LeBron to 
Yeah, people think it's a message from LeBron to Utah saying, like, you guys are nothing. We don't really care about you. Like, China intimidates them. I don't know if LeBron... Ah, LeBron is a intellectual. Yeah. I don't know if he thinks that deep into it. But I think, honestly, Rudy Gobert, I could see him going last. I don't Daughter know what a seven-footer who could just dunk and defend could do in a game that needs no defense and is shooting threes and running up and down the court. I don't see what he can do in a game like that. Donovan Mitchell, though, you're going to take Zach Levine over him? You're going to take Jalen Brown over Donovan Mitchell? I wouldn't. Donovan Mitchell was top three off the reserves for me. Yeah. James Harden, Damian Lillard, and I, I was thinking Donovan Mitchell. Especially for an all-star game like this. Oh, man. Is this Donovan Mitchell's first all-star game? I think yeah. so, right? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and it's his first, you know, first all-stars go crazy. Mm-hmm. First time All-Stars go crazy. I think if anyone's going to get MVP, it's going to be... It's going to be a first time all It's going to be first time All-Star. Really? Who do you think? Yeah, it's, it's never a starter, honestly. I can see Katie yeah, or I mean, Kyrie after not playing for a while. Katie's not playing. Katie's not playing. Oh, I mean Kyrie. Sorry, Kyrie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I get Kyrie. I think Kyrie's more chill. He's not really no, care Kyrie about hasn't I think... in one. Kyrie hasn't played in one in so long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I could see a first-time all-star, like a wing. Oh, people think Julius Randle will get it. I don't know about that, but I think I see a first-time all-star wing, like Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown going ham. Like just shooting the ball, dunking, doing these crazy dunks. And then getting yeah. like 27, 28 points and then winning it. I but, guess he's Zach Levine. Yeah, I don't know about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Wait, why not? Isn't Donovan Mitchell just a better Zach Levine at everything? I just feel like Zach Levine, like, he actually cares. I don't think Donovan Mitchell actually cares that much, to be honest. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I feel like... like Zach Levine's, like, the number, like, nine seed, eight seed. Like, I don't think that, like, this is the only thing he looks up to. I think. It's the That's first true. time, too. Um, That's true. Okay. Next award, sixth man of the year. I guess I can start. I can start this one off from my man, my sixth man of the year. I chose. I think we already talked about this. Yeah. I said we're gonna foreshadow Jordan Clarkson. I chose Jordan Clarkson. I think this is the one that's kind of confirmed halfway through the season. He's averaging almost 18 points, four rebounds, almost one steal on 39% from three. He's top 15 in the league for scoring. And he's not even a starter. And then 14th best for three-pointers made. Uh, I It's not even close. If people are saying yeah. second up is Shake Millen averaging like 13 or 14 points, it's not even close considering this guy's on the number one seed and he's averaging 18 points. It's, number one seed in the NBA, part. not just US. It's a foregone conclusion. Like, he's going to win. There's no debating it. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordan Clark's No dark horse here. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson, he's taking his game to a whole nother level. Well, he actually kind of had it still. Like, he was always that type of scorer when he was in L.A. too and in Cleveland. But now he's just like, he's gotten his role. He's gotten his role and he's rolling, ran with. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think that one needed much talking. I think that's really it. Yeah. But I think, yeah. yeah, that one was one of the easy ones. Um, rookie of the year. I think this is also a pretty easy one. Man, we're breezing through these. Okay. Rookie of the year. 
Do you want to tell me what you put for rookie of the year? Most definitely. Lamelo Pretty sure we're the same person, but most yeah, definitely. Okay. Like he's as a starter, he's averaged twenty-one point six points per game, six point nine assists mm-hmm. per game, and seven point three rebounds per game. As a teenager, if he was starting the whole season, I could see him maybe being an all-star right now. No, I don't. No, no. I don't think he's. With all the fan base he has too, I don't know. Yeah, I think Lamelo. Okay, so I picked, of course, Lamelo. And then for the season, you said teenager is averaging 21, 22 points. For the season, even after like not starting for four or five weeks, and some games getting like less than 15 minutes, less than 20 minutes, he's still averaging 16, 6, and 6. And his percentage is 45% from the field, 38% from three, 80% from the free throw line with the 18.8 PER. And I love my analytics. So 18.8 is pretty good for a rookie. Considering it, they come in the NBA, they don't really know what's going on. They usually have a subpar below 15 PR stuff. Almost 19 PR is great for a rookie. Um, and that's the whole season, not as a starter. I'm sure the starter is above 20. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think there's no He's dark horse for this one. But yeah, I think I could see Let's say for any reason, Lamelo Ball does not play like ten, like he gets injured or COVID protocol, right? Which means he's out for almost three or four weeks. Yeah, I could see Tyrese Halliburton kind of solidifying himself in that time. Because Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. it's usually second half that rookies start to pull it together. He's the only rookie I would say that has enough in the first half to pull it together to still win. I don't think it's going to happen, but he's going to come step in my place. Definitely second place. Um, but it's possible. I mean, second half, he might go ham. Um, I never, like, I never knew Tyrese Halliburton was that good. Like, I always thought oh, he's just a catch and shoot guy, 3 and D. But he, he's a, he's a fluid man. Oh, he's What's great. He's great. And also, like, who would LaMelo, let's say LaMelo or John? Oh, that's really hard. Um, uh, that's really hard. That's a good question. Man, we could have like a whole episode on that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, My quick answer would be Lamella Ball. Mm. Um, wait, are you talking as a point guard or as a player? Okay. You have because you're starting point guard or your main playmaker. Sorry, you choose one and you have him for the next 10 years and you build a team around him. Mm. I, I actually have to go with Jaw in that case, then really because Jaw is are we considering age like they're gonna get worse in over time? you have to consider injuries because Jaw, if he gets injured that one time loses athleticism I don't know yeah then I'd have to go with Lamelo actually wow yeah. I'm indecisive but I would say Lamelo just because he's honestly though Jaw I don't I'm not mad if someone says Jaw and I see why because Jaw yeah. I think 
is a better talent in NBA than Lamelo is. If he reaches what he can uh, without injury, but I, I think Lamelo is just too dynamic, and he's almost what the NBA now is. He's like, I could see him as top three player in the NBA for sure. Uh, one day. Um, how about you? I would choose Lamelo for sure because he's he's not a risk, and you know what you're getting, kind of. Well, mm-hmm. you don't really know what you're getting, but you like see the sample size. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, what you put around him matters too. Yeah, uh, I think like like I don't think he's in the best situation in Charlotte, and he's still playing very well. He has really? two great guards around him. Yeah. He has two great guards around him. Like, imagine a team where there's only, like, one good guard and then there's, like, one backup guard who's not even that good. My gosh. And he's going to be getting, like, three or four minutes more per game. That's, that's good development, right? That's 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 where I'd pick him for 10 years. Um, I think, what's it called? He's in a good situation, not the best situation. Like, I feel like he fits perfectly with Scary Terry. Devontae Graham, he's gone, man. Like, he, he's out. He's played like five, like ten games this season. Been injured the most this season, and when he's played, he's shot like thirty percent. Like they're gonna trade him for sure. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna stay there. I want to. I, I don't. Uh, they should have traded him in the off season. His trade value was good enough to get someone like Dennis Schroeder, yeah. get someone like yeah. like a like a really nice bench player, or even a good start like Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Um, if they did sign trade, but. Um, now, now, yeah, now his trade value is close to nothing. Yeah, that's why I think they're gonna keep him. Really? They're gonna keep all three for one more season and then try to bolster one of their trade values. Scary Terry, I could, I don't know, he's on a 60 million contract. I don't know, actually. He's not, but he, I think he's had a great season, man. Scary Terry, he has. No, he has, and and it's just the thing that, like, at the end of the game, mm-hmm. like, Scary Terry had a buzzer beater a few days ago. Yeah, I'm not sure if you saw it. Um, yeah, he had a buzzer beater. But don't you want Lamelo taking that, or is Lamelo not the closer? Is he just the like yeah, if you want to develop Lamelo? Like, I get for first season, not, but like, I'm thinking for the future. Yeah. Yeah, Lamelo's that guy. Like, do you want Lamelo closing the game too? Because that's like the only way he'll get to like a top five player in the NBA. Like, if let's look at all five like top five caliber players. Le- LeBron closes, Anthony Davis closes, Stephen Curry closes, Damian Lillard closes, Giannis closes. Yeah. Uh, and that's just a soft five, you know? Does Giannis close? Yeah. I mean, they, does does he close? I don't know, but does do the Bucks look to him to close? Yes, he gets the ball. No, then I think I think Chris Middleton gets it more than him. At the end of the game, five seconds left. Get you your said the dunk. Is- that that was just like something that Drew Holiday made. It's just a pass off. But oh, my bad, my bad. Ignore what I said. Let's say top five guards in the NBA. James Harden closes. Uh, Stephen Curry closes, Damian Lillard closes, Kyrie Irving closes, and Bradley, I don't even know who the fifth one could be. It doesn't really matter. Bradley Beal closes. 
Exactly. Even if you were to put Chris Paul, he closes. Devin Booker closes. Donovan Mitchell closes. Anyone, you know? Um, yeah. But, like, you have to give Lamelo the ball so he can have that ability to close, too, or else he's just going to be a top eight, top nine top point ten. guard in the NBA. He's going to be that really good player with really good stats that can't close, or is never given the chance to close, which I think he can close. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's – I think it's, it's good. You know, I think we both – it's good we both have the same MVP, uh, rookie of the year. I don't know the MVP, but – Next is MIP. I guess I can get started for this one. I don't know if you have the same as me. I, I kind of doubt you do. Actually, I don't know. We might. Um, but there were two people I was debating between. Yeah. And I, I ended up choosing Jeremy Grant. I have the same one. Jeremy. Now, the reason why I didn't... Yeah. Now, the reason why I didn't straight up choose Jeremy Grant is because usually when I think of most improved, I think of a player that stayed on the same team has the same role, but just got better. Like let's like Pascal Siakam a few years ago, CJ McCollum. They stayed on their team, but the role got bigger and they just, or their role stayed the same kind of, they were still given the same opportunities, but they just took the best of them. Jeremy Grant kind of went to a team that is floating around the league, not, not doing anything at all. Yeah. Um, and that's why I didn't really want to pick him. Cause like, if you're going to get traded there, chances of you getting better really high and yeah. your stats getting better. But his percentages have gotten much better. And that's that's why I chose him ultimately. His percentages, I think, if you're taking more shots, it would actually go down. But it got much better. So he was averaging 12 points last year. He's averaging 24 now, 23.6. He's averaging four rebounds then. He's averaging six now. He was averaging one assist, three now. He had 75% free throw then, 87% now. Um, I don't know. What's so that, that's why I chose him. What is your justification? Was your second guy Jalen Brown that you were debating around? No. Really? It was not. Yeah. Who was it? It was Christian Wood. Oh. But Christian was injured. If yeah. Christian Wood wasn't injured, I probably would have chosen Christian Wood. I was so close to choosing well, I, Brown. I could see why Jalen Brown committed. Yeah, I was so really? close to choosing him. Because like... Like you, it's like what you talked about earlier in the year, where you said, "Oh, a player goes from like twenty points per game to like that superstar level or an all star level kind of thing." Like when we were talking about Luca and Devontae mm-hmm. Graham last year, you know what I mean? So I was close to choosing him, but then I was yeah. like, nah, "Jeremy Grant." And I think Julius Randle deserved to be in the conversation too. Is he going to be top three? I don't yeah. think so. But I think he's a notable, uh, notable result. Yeah, so I think Jewish Randall should be in the conversation, but he's not. He doesn't. He can't win it. Yeah. Do you think Julius Randall, like, do you think they can get them to the semifinals, the Knicks? Do you think the Knicks can win a playoff series? Ooh. Without a trade or with the trade? Because I, I think they're going to do a lot around the without. trade deadline. Without? without no. Just... With this team, no way. Really? Can you see him? No, no. Well, who do you have? Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, RJ Barrett, and the rest? Oh, man. Emmanuel quickly. I really... Hmm? Emmanuel quickly. Uh, no, Emmanuel quickly is not going to win them a playoff series. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't have anyone that could win them a playoff series. Um, they have an all-star. They're going to be a really 
tough out. And I really hope that they make the playoffs after the play-ins because New York deserves it. Um, you know, Leon Rose, Uncle West, everyone's doing really well there. Um, yeah. And I think I really like it. Um, yeah, and I think they've... Uh, this is a conversation for another episode, but um, they're, they're starting to create a winning culture in New York that they've never yeah. really done. And could that cultivate to more next year? Could they get, you know, this summer, could they get the max contract? I don't know. I think so. I think you think New so? York's going to be the Brooklyn Nets 2.0. Yeah. I mean, I, I want it to happen. Uh, New York deserves it. New York fans. Stephen A. Smith deserves it, man. But yeah. I guess that's a whole other episode. I don't want to get into that. But besides that, um, Jeremy Grant, people are saying, or there's some rumors he might get traded to Boston or get traded, yeah. period. Number one destination, Boston. What do you think? I think they should just, just in Detroit, just trade everybody other than Killian Hayes and their young guys. Like Is Killian Hayes a bust? He, he got he has a hip injury right now I don't know it's been, he played five games or ten games I don't know yet I don't he, know he played five games average like three or four points yeah he didn't play games well yeah uh, I don't know I was actually thinking about that when I woke up I was trying to think of Detroit's team I was thinking it's good and he's a bust um, I don't know man I don't think we can write him off as a bust just yet I think we yeah that's true yeah but I think but I Detroit, think... they do the Sorry, go. No, go for it, go for it. I think Detroit, they just need to kick out the whole house and then just start rebuilding from the ground up. Like, they're not... But who do they have to trade? Helping. Jeremy Grant. You can get some first-rounders from him. Uh, uh, they don't really have anybody. Yeah. Because everyone else is young. Like Isaiah Stewart, um, Sadiq Bey... You know? Yeah. Yeah. Killian Hayes. So I feel like they've already kind of cleaned house and they don't have that much. They don't have a lot of picks. Not as much as you would think a bad team like this would have. So it's almost... I don't know where they went wrong in the rebuild. I think it's when they traded for Blake Griffin. Yeah. I remember they gave a bunch of picks. And I think that's that's the problem. They're going to they're gonna sync up the joint for a few years. If I'm going to be honest with you. Two or three yeah. years, and then they'll get they'll, they'll get back into that play-in contention, and then hopefully playoffs in like six or seven years. I I don't see them next year making the plans. Um, anything like that, but I think they might keep Jeremy Grant. What's the point, though? I don't. know. I think it's just to show that they're not the worst. Because they signed they him should... this year, and it was a really good signing when they signed him. Yeah, I think they should just trade him and then get the first round picks. Like, I don't think there's a point. I mean, yeah, I agree with you, but I think they also don't want to look like the worst. Dwayne Casey's their coach. Um, and I don't think, I don't know. I can't see him being the worst, coaching the worst team in the NBA, if you want me to be honest with you. Dwayne Casey just fell off the map. Yeah. Coach of the year yeah. and then... Got fired. If, if he were to get fired... But no, I don't think he's going to get fired. I think he's going to develop the young court for a few yeah. years. But if he were to, you know, get fired, do you see him coach head coaching another team right away? Yeah. You think so? He's a, he's a great coach, man. He's a great coach. 
Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I think he's going to be assistant for a little bit. Like, look at Mike D'Antoni didn't get a job. Nate McMillan didn't get a job. In a year where... I mean, yeah, he didn't get a head coaching job right away. He's he's not an interim head coach. I think they'll make him the head coach, yeah, but he's technically not the head coach. Um, I don't know. I think coaching is getting much more competitive considering that they have a bunch of, like, new young coaches. Like, yeah. OKC has that really that, that guy from Toronto like one of their assistants um, the European guy oh, and then Charlotte same thing you know like it's not like no more household names you know yeah what's um, the Charlotte coach again James Borrego right James Borrego something like that yeah yeah um, yeah okay last but not least MVP um What's yours? I want to hear yours. Mine. Okay, let's do it. Mine is Joel Embiid. Do you know if we... Do we have the same? Yeah, keep it, keep it, keep it, actually. Let's just keep it. Okay. Okay, so my pick is Joel Embiid. Why? You may ask, David. Well, Why? Joel Embiid has the highest PIE, um, which is pretty... The whole entire... Among starters in the whole NBA. I think, like, number one is Taco Fall or something, but among starters which shows his efficiency, um, you know, everything. And he is, efficiency-wise, he's not too far from 50-40-90 club. He is 52% field goal, 43% three, 43% three, David, for a seven-footer. A seven-footer? My gosh. And then 86% from the free throw. If he just gets that free throw up to like 90%, 50-40-90. I don't think a big man's ever done that before. Ever. Um, I might be wrong. Jokic might have done it before, but... No, he hasn't. He hasn't. No, he hasn't, right? Okay. He leads the East with the most... um, You know, his team leads the East with the most wins. 23 and 12. I think they're still 23 and 12. Maybe 24 and 12. 23, 13. I don't know, but... They were 23 and 12 when I checked. Um like a few days ago before the break happened, but he takes step backs as a center. He makes buzzer beating buzzer beaters. They're not at the rim that are shots, three point shots. He has had his low games. I'm not going to lie. He's had one or two games a season where if you scratch him off, I think he's a consensus MVP. Um, But he's my MVP. I think he deserves it. More than anyone, um, especially Philly, considering how they weren't that good that last year, and they've always been in the conversation for not being amazing. Now yeah. they're number one. He's the best player on it, and he's with Doc Rivers. It seems like he's starting to get things. Who's your MVP? I think, I think that Joel would be would have been my MVP, but I think he's gonna miss like ten games to end the season off. I don't think he's gonna play the full eighty-two. That's why I said Nikola Jokic. No. no. Yeah. He, let, you know they, okay, let's say Joel Embiid misses like five games or six games because his, his back is back. You think they're still going to give it to him? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, who says he's going to miss five, ten games? I think he's he's looking much healthier. He's apparently he's 
He has a great diet now. He's exercising much more. He looks very healthy to me. I'll be honest. His back, like for like five, like five or ten games, every game he was questionable. I remember in fantasy, every game, the same story. All oh, back strain, back strain. Oh. oh, I honestly can't see him missing ten games. I can see him missing four to seven games. At the end, right before the playoffs, when they have a kind of a comfortable, they're gonna want number one seed. If you don't think they want number one seed, they want it because that's a much easier pathway to the finals. You're gonna see the Bucks instead of the Nets to make it to the conference finals, right? Hmm. Um, so they actually, if the Nets, I don't are know, but forced. they, yeah, or if the Nets, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, yeah, but. They want the number one seed. It's the easiest way to the finals. So at the end, if they are close, they're going to push him to play every game. I guarantee you. They're not going to sit him and say, oh, for the playoffs. They're going to play him. And I could see getting very close with the Nets. I think the Nets are going to go on a huge win streak. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going on a huge win streak together. KD's back. Give him like a week or two, and then they're going to start their win streak. But... I think he's gonna play. I, I don't. I'm not worried about him not playing at all. But why Jokic? Why Jokic? He's averaging uh, from last uh, last time I checked. I'm not sure if this is the exact stats he has right now. The last time I checked, he was averaging 27 and 11, and around seven rebounds. That was that was like two weeks ago. But Nicole, like, you can't average 27, right. 11, and seven. Pardon? Record. Record. Yeah. Uh, you don't think they're going to turn it on? The last couple of games, Ramon Murray's finally been playing well. No. I think they're, they're the... Turn I think they're, aren't they the sixth seed right now? Yeah, sixth. Next at the end. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not what they are. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. I'm like... I don't know. Jokic, he's a once-in-a-lifetime big man. He's averaging 27 and 11. I know their record doesn't look that great right now. I think they're going to turn it on to end off the season. I think they're going to end up like four seed, three seed, somewhere around there. I don't know, man. 27, 11, and 7. I would take that over how much. Embiid's averaging 30.2, I think 12 rebounds a game, and then four assists, is it? Yeah, but then like two blocks or something. I don't know, man. Ah. Joel Embiid's the MVP we want to see. We haven't seen a big man MVP for a few years. Yeah, I think it's going to be definitely a big man MVP. You think so? Either you I could see, I could see LeBron being a dark horse. I could see Doncic being a dark horse. I think LeBron was like for sure the favorite, and now he just fell out of it after the Lakers' couple last games. Yeah, that's true. But do you know who's actually? According to some watchers, is number one. Some oh. award prediction, Harden. You know, and I, you know, Harden. In the last week, Harden and James Joel Embiid are the two names. You know, every week it changes, but it seems yeah. like Joel Embiid has been the most consistent. At one point, it was Jokic and Embiid. Our first phase was Embiid and LeBron. Actually, Katie and LeBron, and it became Embiid and LeBron. Embiid and Jokic. Now, for the past two weeks, week and a half. Embiid uh, and Harden, which I could definitely see um, Embiid. Uh, sorry, Harden getting it. 
if they go on that win streak you're talking about i don't know no like alone when kd was not there i mean he averaged almost 28 uh 14 13 assists and then like uh nine and a half rebounds and they were like nine and two amazing yeah I, I could definitely see him winning it which is funny because remember when he first moved there we said Kyrie was the second it looked like Kyrie was the second option yeah remember when Kyrie was trying so hard and then but now it's like people are saying K, uh, Harden's the number one option over KD I don't think that's true but no definitely um, I think when KD comes back Harden's MVP hype is going to go away a little bit but I think like, even when Kitty's on the floor, I think he can still average, like, 25, like, 13, 14 assists per game in that nine rebounds. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think Embiid deserves it because of record, because of the improved improvement uh, record. But um, I honestly could see Harden winning it. I could see him being a dark horse and winning the whole thing. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, how about this? Quick question. Yeah. Do you think, um, or or not? Quick question. I I would say this. For awards, MVP is more record and stats. Six men of the year straight up stats, right? Yeah. So it's crazy. Jordan Clarkson is a stats, but he's also on the number one team in the whole entire NBA. Um, coach of the year is not always stats, you know. It's it's what's it called like the best storyline oh where he brought them up from yeah yeah I could see Monty Williams winning it by the way as a dark horse I forgot to mention that of the Phoenix Suns but um, oh yeah give the years just straight up stats no one cares yeah. about how good your team is um, MIP straight up stats mm-hmm. um, and kind of story MVP is straight up it's record and stats. Yeah, um, and a little bit of story, a little bit of story, just a little. A little bit, just a little bit, just a snitch it, you know? Just <laughs> a little bit, yeah, <laughs> sprinkle it on top, but my question to you is, do you think um, Jokic, like, I know you said that you think they're going to go on a big win streak, but how do you think, like, you think he'll maintain this in that big win streak if they go on it? Pardon? Like, do you think if they go on a, way, a big win streak, do you think Jokic can maintain this? And then I have another question actually after this. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But this this is a question I'm actually curious about. This could be a whole topic. a whole uh, part topic on episode alone. Um, we'll we'll make a really short topic, like two or three minutes right now um, to end the episode. But is Jamal Murray, the Robin Hood to Nikola Jokic for the future. If they want to win a championship, is he the second best player? Is he even a top three best player for? He has never made an all-star game. This year, people were complaining about D-Book. He did not deserve it. Um, I would put Mike Conley over him, of course, the all-star game. Um, And then, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about that. Man, that's a tough question. He's not the second option. He's the third option. For sure. I think he got way overhyped. Like, he's a great player, but after last season's playoffs, 
people just had his stock market go to the roof. Like everyone's like, oh my goodness. Oh, top three point guard in the league in a couple of years. Jamal Murray. He's not that and, good. And let's say he does really well this playoff. Maybe he's just a really good playoff player, which is really good to have, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I look at his stats. The last three years, it seems like he has had no improvements at all. Yeah. None. It's literally just always like 18, 18, 6, and 2, or 18, 8, you know, 18, 6, and 4, 18, 6, and It seems like there's no improvement. Yeah. And he, I don't think, I don't know if he ever will be an all-star. I think when the old guys kind of move out and he's kind of at his prime, like 28, 29 years old, because he's only 23, yeah. 24 um, then he'll get like one or two all-star appearances, but I can't get him more. Can't see him being a starter. Can't see him being, you know. I still choose him over Darren Fox. Yeah. I think for the future, I forgot about that, but I, I think I think that one's up in the air for me still. I, I can't say, I can't solidify that. Jamal Murray will be better than Jaren Fox. Because I can't see Jaren Fox. Jaren Fox has better stats than him, first of all. But we never see Jaren Fox in the playoffs. But he has much better stats than him. Uh, All-Star game is pure stats. I could see him getting more All-Star appearances than Jamal Murray. And I could see Jaren Fox taking a big, big jump next year. This year, last year, he took a baby jump. Or last year, he took a big jump. This year, he took kind of a baby jump. One more big jump or mediocre jump, and he's in the all. He's solid all star in the West. You think so? I think you need one of the older guys, like. Okay, right, so Chris Paul. Chris Paul's not going to be all star for the next like forever, right? Give yeah. him a year or two, and he's not going to be an all star anymore. Then that's going to free up a space, the spot for one West guard to come in. I could see him taking it. I could see Jamal Murray. I could see. I can't see John Wall taking it because I think that's going to be too late for John Wall. In two two years ish for him to get an All Star. I could say CJ uh, taking. CJ, D'Angelo Russell. It's pretty stacked. I mean, what happened? D'Lo just fell off the map, man. I know. Oh man, D'Lo D'Lo's All Star caliber though. Yeah, for sure. He was. I don't know if he still is, but. Um, I think Minnesota, man, that could be a whole topic on its own too, but how could they fix their future? I don't know. But I think that concludes our episode today. You know, we we talked MVP, Coach of the Year, MIP, Rookie of the Year, uh, Sixth Man of the Year. You know, that was our award predictions. We're probably going to have one more award prediction a few weeks before the award show. You know, maybe mid-playoffs or something, but, um, you know, that's our seasonal award show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. It's, you know, probably going to be an update catch-up. You know, we're going to talk about Bur- uh, um, Brooklyn and Blake Griffin. We're going to talk about a lot. So. Great deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys for listening.